News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The UK government has announced plans to override the Northern Ireland Protocol. Despite warnings from Brussels, it will breach the UK's international legal obligations and a plea from the Bank of England not to spark a damaging trade war with Europe. We're joined by the former UK Attorney General and Conservative MP, uh, Dominic Grieve. Uh, Dominic, how concerned are you uh, about this move by the uh, Boris Johnson government? I'm very concerned because breaching international law uh, is a serious matter. And for the United Kingdom to do it when it's a country which for the last hundred years has really adhered to uh, the international rules-based system and, and obeyed international law is uh, uh, also a very serious development and reputationally damaging. Now, the Prime Minister um, has a point. The, um, the protocol undoubtedly interferes with some aspects of trade between Great Britain and Northern Ireland. And as he uh, didn't tell the truth about the consequences of the protocol to the Northern Irish population at the time he signed up to it, he has a problem that there are many people in Northern Ireland who are very angry about the protocol. And I think I would be angry about the protocol if I lived in Northern Ireland. I think a situation where you're living in a country where there are checks which make it impossibly expensive or difficult to obtain a product from uh, another part of your own country is something which is going to make people irritated and angry. But the solution must be by negotiation with the EU. And the scope for such negotiation is plainly there. There is a degree of absurdity about this. Our food standards are the same as those of the EU. Uh, Indeed, in some aspects, they're probably higher. There is no need for many of these checks. Equally, we signed up to the checks and the protocol itself can't just be torn up. I think the Prime Minister is also going to find that he has a great deal of difficulty over this legislation uh, as it goes through Parliament. Uh, There are many Conservative MPs who take the view that breaching an international obligation is unacceptable. And I think the House of Lords may well, in fact, amend it to the point that it ceases to be recognisable because their objections are of a fundamental character. So he's picking a fight Um, which I think is going to be debilitating and damaging. And I simply can't see the point as to why the government has made this announcement, except that it seems to go down with some section of its supporters. Well, I was going to ask you what you think the motivation is, because I heard um, I heard the political correspondent of, I think, the Financial Times uh, last night uh, uh, on television here saying, look, Boris Johnson doesn't like uh, the protocol he was kind of backed into a corner and agreeing to it and he he, he wants to he, he wants to change this the other view i've heard and it's a view you hear a lot on this side of the rsc is that boris johnson is playing a political game here he doesn't care remotely about northern ireland and that he is playing to the brexit gallery in his own uh, party Wh- which do you think it is Well, it may be a mixture of all of those. Uh, He's certainly playing to the Brexit gallery. I have no doubt about that. There are some people who don't like the protocol, uh, would like to see it gone. You've got to remember that at the time he signed the protocol, the alternative, frankly, was Britain leaving the EU with no deal at all. And interestingly, although I happen to think it would have been very damaging economically to the UK, I think Johnson was willing to consider it. It's one of the reasons why Parliament effectively prevented him from doing it. It's then that he went off and signed the protocol as his way out. So I think partly it's playing to the Brexit gallery. 
Uh, partly, I think he may have a degree of embarrassment uh, about the fact that he made a promise to the unionists in Northern Ireland uh, about the consequences of the protocol that had been shown to be completely false. Um, you know, he, he said he said that the, it would have no impact, and it clearly is having some impact. Although I'm sure there are some businesses that may welcome remaining in a single market with the rest of the EU as well. So one has to balance that out. But I have no doubt that if one wants to, somebody who believes that Northern Ireland should have strong economic links with the rest of Great Britain, the protocol has been damaging to that. And I don't think one should underestimate the degree of yeah. anger that that has generated. But there must be a way through this. And the stupidity of it is that there is a way through it. I mean, one possible way is that we simply have, for a period of time, which can be brought to an end, phytosanitary alignment, which point 90% of these checks would disappear. It's ridiculous that you should have to pull out hundreds of pages of documentation in order to send food from Britain into the EU, or for that matter, from Britain into Northern Ireland. And... Um, this could be cured quite easily if we had common rules on, on phytosanitary products. But the government seems to be totally unwilling to consider it because of the hope that we might one day do a trade deal with some other country outside of the EU, which would um, enable us to have different um, uh, phytosanitary yeah. rules. And I don't believe it's ever going to happen. So in a funny way, there's a bit of shadow boxing in all this as well. Uh, I was reminded by a guest on the show yesterday who was kind of putting a more sympathetic view of um, Boris Johnson's position that I wasn't a legal expert. You are a legal expert. You're a former attorney general. Do you buy the government's line that the, the, the Liz Truss's line that the legal advice she has is that it is legitimate for her to proceed in the manner that they are doing? I have great difficulty with that. I obviously haven't seen the advice. Uh, there are, within the protocol itself and indeed international law, circumstances in which a country can unilaterally change the rules on the basis that the rules are not, or interpret, the interpretation of the rules is being done unfairly and unreasonably by the other party. But the problem with that is that what he actually signed up to really is exactly what is happening. He seems to have assumed that although he was signing up to this set of rules which created checks on goods between Britain and Northern Ireland, that what would then happen is that the EU would almost turn a blind eye and not really apply these rules fully so that nobody would notice that they existed. <laughs> and How very uh, Boris Johnson. It's very Boris Johnson. And at the time, I, I said in, in the House of Commons, because I was still in Parliament, I said, you know, this isn't going to happen. This is a really serious step in terms of breaking up the United Kingdom economically. And he just disregarded it. So I think there may be an element of embarrassment there as well, that he would quite like this to go away because it's, it hangs a bit round his neck like an albatross. OK, we will have to leave it there. Dominic Reeve, a former UK Attorney General, former Conservative MP, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News